I have had like a handful of clients who have said, I feel this creeping in that I don't want to lose the weight because I feel like people are going to acknowledge my progress. They're going to acknowledge like that I lost the weight. And then I have this fear that they're going to see me regain it. I am so glad you are here. Welcome to the Real and Uplifted podcast with Dorothy. I'm your host, walking you through all things real and unfiltered about being a woman, a mom, a wife, a business owner, reaching your fitness and health goals, whether it is losing weight, gaining muscle, or just feeling your healthiest and best in your body, as well as everything in between. Here to inspire you to make life just a little easier so you can live your dreams and feel uplifted one episode at a time. So let's get started. All right. I am so excited to have you here. I am sharing something so important that no one tells you about losing weight and setting goals to lose weight. And you will always see people talking about what to eat, what not to eat, calorie deficit, workouts to do. But oftentimes we overlook this piece that I'm going to share today. And it's the most powerful piece to the equation. And I was talking to a client recently and she had recognized this and she was like, oh man, this is hard work. It is hard to recreate some changes in myself. I'm seeing this resistant come up around this. And we all, when we're trying to create change, coming up against some resistance is so normal, but I am going to give you some tools, some mindsets to shift through that. So let's dive in to today's episode. So I am talking about goals and so often we overcommit to our finite goal. We set a goal for weight loss. We set a goal like, I want to lose 20 pounds. And sometimes we have a timeline attached to that. And we become so attached to the time frame, to the number of pounds, where sometimes if we're being honest with ourselves, it is truly more arbitrary what we're picking. And sometimes what we're picking can even be unrealistic based on our body or how serious we're willing to commit or all of these other pieces. And there's nothing wrong with these finite goals. Like it's so great to have this sort of longer term vision, knowing like a direction that you're aiming in. You have to go somewhere. You can't just say, if you were to just say, I want to lose weight, it's not going to get you nearly as far as having an actual goal for your weight loss and how that's going to feel in your body, like what that's going to mean for you. But also, Really make it, if you can connect that finite goal with also an infinite goal where you feel like you recognize, even once I get there to that goal, I'm constantly going to be growing and getting better and seeing how far I can go, how strong I can get, what other thing can I tweak for my life to get just 1% or half a percent better. It's going to make such a bigger difference long-term. Because sometimes we can get to that finite goal and realize, okay, I'm here and I'm still not feeling satisfied. Or sometimes we don't get there quick enough and we can feel discouraged. So if you're adding in some great changes to your life, 
you want to also keep in mind the infinite goal, like the long-term where you're going, how you want to feel, how this is a forever growth and change process so that you don't feel like you failed along the way. You don't feel like just because I don't hit my goal in one month, that doesn't mean that I'm not moving closer to that infinite goal of feeling better than I was when I started, of being stronger than I was when I started, of maybe it's a better relationship with food or eating foods that are supporting your body in different ways. Maybe it's more energy. You've got to find all of these wins along the way to keep going. So that's the first piece of this whole transformation process is looking at your goal and yes, connecting to your finite goal, where you want to be going, but also connecting it to your infinite goal. Like what does this mean long-term? And in order to get to our goals, really is everything that you do day in, day out. Your habits make up your life, make up your results. And most of the time, our habits are just reflexive. They're just what we're automatically doing every day. That's what's going to bring you your biggest results. But odds are, if you don't like your results, you don't like where you're at, you have to change your habits. And those aren't going to change if you're just living in this reflexive mode, if you're just like showing up as you normally would. So it takes going a layer deeper. It takes shifting into this reflective mode. And this was this aha moment that my client had where, okay, I'm now in this reflective mode of living where I'm evaluating what I'm doing. I'm looking at, is it effective? I have more self-awareness around what I'm eating, what obstacles I'm facing, what resistance I'm facing. And this in and of itself is hard work. This is why we don't, we don't always live in this reflective place because it takes more bandwidth in our mind. But if you want to create change, your habits, your autopilot has to change. And the only way to change your autopilot is to shift into a reflective place. And here are some things you need to look at when you're in this reflective place. You need to look at how effective is what I'm doing? Could I do it better? So often we think that doing it better is a result of willpower. I need to just eat less. So I just have to willpower through being hungry. And this couldn't be farther from the truth. Willpower is a finite resource. It's not always there. You use willpower for every single thing in your day. And so more powerful than willpower when it comes to, am I being effective with you know, doing the work to get to my goals, whether it's eating or workouts or movement or sleep, is to look at your environment and make some changes while you're in this reflective mode to your environment. This could be what social gatherings look like for you. This could be how you spend your nights at the end of the day. This could be asking your partner to pick up different foods from the grocery store. This could be where you keep the chips and they don't stay on the counter or the treats and chocolate aren't in an easy to reach place. They're a little out of the way. So you are actually mindfully reaching for them and not just reflexively like grabbing them because it's what you always do. So making these changes, like looking at your environment, looking at your routines and your actions and asking, how can I make these pieces easier? How can I make these pieces more effective? And honestly, this does take work. And this is why sometimes having a coach who has some strategies to help 
make it easier. This isn't easy. Some of these pieces are simple, but they're not easy. And then if you go a layer deeper than setting up your environment for being effective, looking at your workouts, asking, are those the most effective? Your eating habits, are those the most effective? Is that self-awareness, checking in with how we're feeling because and what we're thinking. Because when we're living in that reflexive mode, often, yes, we're doing certain things, but we can also get into a reflexive mode where we are thinking reflexively as well, where our first instinct is to complain, to criticize our body, to you know, complain about not having enough time, not liking vegetables, not liking working out. And it is so normal for our reflexive thinking to be negative. And more powerful than just thinking positive, because if your reflexiveness is just going to some of these negative thinking patterns, just covering it up with like some positivity isn't always going to help. What would help you more is like changing the negative thoughts, like removing them, acknowledging them, reflecting on them, and shifting. The other big negative thought pattern that comes up is concern. Fear over what could happen, especially when we're trying to change ourselves because it can feel so unsafe, even if we don't like where we are. We know what our day-to-day looks like. We know the amount of attention we get. We know, you know, how comforting it feels to eat the foods we have. And we can have this real concern that creeps in over change. And I'm going to share this client. She she really had this goal to run more because she's training. She has a specific sort of fitness goal in mind that she needs to be able to run at a certain pace for a certain amount of time. But her fear is people are going to see her running. And this, you could relate to this, like people are going to see me working out. Maybe you have a concern or a fear of going to a gym if you've never been before. And this fear over, you know, people are going to see me trying to change. And we already, no one likes failure, but that fear of failure, that concern that you could not fail and have other people see that you were trying to do something and fail like that hurts even more. And that can stop us in our tracks. I have had like a handful of clients who have said, I feel this creeping in that I don't want to lose the weight because I feel like people are going to acknowledge my progress. They're going to acknowledge like that I lost the weight. And then I have this fear that they're going to see me regain it. If before you even lose the weight, this fear, this negative thought pattern creeps in over, you know, fear of regaining the weight later. And one, that's so normal, but like reflect. Journaling on this can be powerful. Talking this out with a coach can be powerful. Realize you're going to have to look at these reflexive negative thought patterns more than one time, they're going to creep in again and again because you very likely, as we all are, just living reflexively, living in this spot. I also hear that reflexive and reflective 
sound very similar. So when we're living just by our reflexes, like these negative thought patterns can be just the automatic thoughts that come to our mind, the automatic concern that creeps in. We might not even realize it. So it takes mental bandwidth. And this is the hard work because looking at some of these sometimes can bring up pain. It can bring up thoughts of failure that we had in the past and reframing them is hard work. It's not enough just to sugarcoat it and say, oh, but um, this time I'm going to lose the weight and keep it off. Because if in your mind is that deeper fear, that concern, you need to address it. You need to look at like, here's the fear I'm feeling. Sometimes giving life to it, like what's the worst that can happen? Like people see it. So then what? Why does that matter to me? Okay, go deeper. Like here's why it matters. Here's what I'm worried about. Okay, so is that worth me not trying? Go deeper. Like, is it worth it? And then what's the flip side? What if you do it? They see you doing it. Like sometimes we never know who we're inspiring by what we're doing. We just never know because you just never know. I have heard so many clients say that they inspired their spouse, inspired their parents. They feel like, It's like an unexpected win for them that brings them so much joy on top of seeing this positive transformation they've had in their own body and life is seeing like, oh my gosh, I did inspire someone else. And, you know, sometimes you won't always see that and you don't need to do something to take care of yourself for someone else. But if you're recognizing that there's this fear that's keeping you from changing, you've got to reflect, you've got to think about it and address it in order to transform your thinking. And so that eventually, instead of that reflexive negative thought pattern, you're having a more positive thought pattern. You're more like, here's the change I'm creating for yourself. Like you wanna be able to firmly stand in that. And when you talk about the change again, it's gotta go beyond just the scale weight because no one that I work with has ever, you know, said like, it's just about the number on the scale. It's always about, you know, their long-term health, being able to keep up with their kids, feeling happier and more confident in their body. Like these pieces aren't as easily tracked as a scale weight. So keep those in your mind and moving towards them. The bottom line is nothing can change. You cannot create true change for yourself if you don't shift into reflecting on what you really want, how effective what you've been doing really is, and that sort of self-awareness of those that internal monologue, because we are a creation of our habits and our thoughts. And both of those need to shift in order to create long-term change. Those are like the foundation because if you don't shift those, your day-to-day habits, your day-to-day thoughts, then it doesn't matter if you can willpower your way through a low-calorie diet. It doesn't matter if you can work out two times a day for however long. Like I think you can see that those habits, those pieces that it takes for losing weight, they won't last unless you truly change your habits and all of those things. And really connecting also with what you really want, because you don't want 
to climb up a ladder and then realize it's leaning against the wrong wall. You want to get really clear on what you want. And if you want to be able to enjoy food and lose weight, you don't want to feel constantly in the throes of like the next diet and I've got to cut down more on food and I've got to work out more then you need to make sure you're supporting your body with all of those actions that you're taking. You've got to shift your autopilot mode and start living from a place of reflection. And if you need help with this, working with a coach is a huge, huge benefit because it has someone giving you like the exact steps to take to support you and then also being there to help you make sure those steps fit into your life and help you pick different steps that will fit into your life. So you can recenter your routines so that after you've lived in this sort of reflective mode, you can go back into living reflexively in those new habits. So the long-term, and this is how long-term change happens that I feel like no one is talking about enough. You've got to go deeper. You've got to create that self-awareness And you've got to live reflectively to transform your day-to-day habits and actions because that is what's going to give you the biggest results. I hope you found this helpful. I would love to hear any of your thoughts about it. Shoot me a message anytime on Facebook or Instagram. And if you're interested in support through coaching, reach out. I would love to help you accomplish your goals. Thanks so much for listening to The Real and Uplifted Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening. And as always, if you especially enjoyed this episode, leaving a review or sharing with a friend is the kindest way to pass this on and uplift others. If you're curious about anything from today's episode and ready to move closer to your goals, make sure you check the show notes for some fun bonuses and to continue the conversation, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook at Dorothy McGatlin. Talk to you soon.